Welcome to The Essential ME. A pleasant day to all of you class. I am hoping that you and all your family members are in good condition and enjoying the days. So this presentation is uh, about the uh, prerequisite knowledge needed in the study of thermodynamic cycle. And uh, the uh, presentation will be focusing on the uh, discussion of processes. That is why the uh, title of this uh, presentation is called Processes of Fluids. While listening to this presentation, kindly prepare the following papers, whether it is a band paper, yellow pad, or any form of paper that is available to you. Number two, calculator. And then, we have ball pen or pencil. I will repeat. So, while listening to this presentation, you must have papers, calculator, and ball pen. The purpose of this is uh, for solving some problems. So, while I am presenting the lesson, so we will uh, solve problems pertaining to that lesson. So, uh, you can also have ruler because there, are, uh, there might be time that you will draw some figure while listening to the uh, lecture. So, you will be uh, drawing some figure. It is necessary and very important when you are analyzing the uh, topic processes of fluid and most of all, when we proceed to cycle analysis so i hope the instruction is clear so let's get started let's recall first the uh, knowledge that you learn from thermodynamics so during the uh, thermodynamics days you always hear the definition of the uh, subject especially for those who were under me Okay, uh, as, you, as, as you can recall, every meeting in Thermodynamics 1, I always make sure that we, uh, we recall even the graphical uh, representation of the uh, thermodynamics definition. And to recall it again, we found out that thermodynamics is a branch of science that is primarily dealing with the conversion of heat into other forms of energy or the conversion of that other forms of energy into heat. So, yun. Yun ang natutunan natin sa thermodynamics 1. Ang thermodynamics, ito yung uh, bahagi ng pag-aaral na kung saan ang ating tinutuklas ay paano ita-transform 
ang init sa pagiging ibang uri ng energy. O kaya naman, paano na yung ibang uri ng energy ay magiging heat? So, I hope it is clear. We also found out that transformation of heat into other forms of energy requires the following. Number one, the working fluid or the working substance. You learn that working substance is any kind of fluid that is used as medium in order for the transformation of heat to other forms to be possible. Okay? And the other one is the thermodynamic system. So, it is the place where the transformation of heat into other forms of energy will happen. So, yun. Nalaman natin sa thermodynamics 1 na ang pagkoconvert ng init sa pagiging ibang uri ng energy, hindi natin yan pwedeng daanin sa magic. Kaya, may kilala ka man na magikero o magikera, hindi kanila matutulungan kung ang gusto mong ipagawa sa kanila ay yung conversion ng init into other forms of energy. So, para maging uh, convert natin yung init sa pagiging ibang uri ng energy, kailangan natin ng mga sumusunod. Yung tinatawag nating working substance or working fluid and yung isa naman, yung thermodynamic system. Okay, so please always recall that very simple idea but very, uh, very important. Okay, again, another important thing that you must remember is in, uh, during the transformation of heat into other forms of energy, the working fluid must stay or enter or leave a given thermodynamic system. I will repeat, during the transformation of heat into other forms of energy, the working fluid must enter or leave the system or stay in the system. So, in other words, habang tinatransform pala natin ang init sa pagiging, pagiging ibang uri ng energy, kailangan yung working substance natin is either maglalabas-masok sa thermodynamic system o kaya naman mag stay sa loob ng system. We learned that when the fluid is entering and leaving the system, The thermodynamic system is called an open system. But if the fluid stay inside the system during the conversion, so the system is called a closed system. So yun. So i-recall uli natin yung mga thermodynamic system na during the energy conversion, yung fluid naglalabas-masok sa kanya ang tawag natin doon ay open system. Pero, kapag yung uh, thermodynamic system during the energy conversion, nandoon lang yung fluid sa loob ng system, ang tawag natin doon sa system na yun ay closed system.
Now, the thing that I want you to remember here is whether we are talking about an open system or a closed system, so the fluid passes to the system. Okay? Kahit ang pinag-uusapan natin ay open system or closed system, ang mapupunan natin, yung working fluid, pumupunta. Pumapasok, lumalabas, or nag stay or in short, pumupunta siya sa loob ng thermodynamic system. Okay, so you might be thinking, Sir, eh, so what if the, thermo, uh, the working fluid is passing to a thermodynamic system? What is the relation of that event in our lesson for today? Okay, so here it is. So whenever a, uh, a working fluid passes through a thermodynamic system, that fluid will experience a change of state. I want you to remember that. When the fluid or when the working fluid passes through a given thermodynamic system, it will experience a change of state. Okay, remember, in thermodynamics, the change of state that the working fluid experience, it is technically called process. Please remember that. So, in thermodynamics, when the working fluid experience a change of state, normally it is, uh, example is from liquid to vapor or from vapor to liquid. So, that event occurring in the working fluid, it is technically called process. So, that is why we need to study the processes of fluid. Why? So, we found out from that presentation that when the working fluid is inside a thermodynamic system, so it will undergo a, uh, an event called process. Kaya tatandaan natin yan ha, yung pagbabago ng anyo ng working fluid habang siya nasa loob ng thermodynamic system, whether yung pagbabago ng anyo na yon ay from liquid to gas or from gas to liquid, yun naman kasi ang kalimitang nangyayari sa mga thermodynamic system. So, ang tawag natin doon sa naranasan ng working fluid ay change of state. Okay? So, therefore, let's get started. So, in the processes of fluid, so the word process is simply defined as a change of state. Okay? I hope it is clear. So, sa pag-aaral ng mga processes of fluid, yung word na process ay uh, dinidefine natin in a very simple way like this. Ito ay patungkol sa pagbabago ng anyo ng working substance habang siya ay nasa loob ng thermodynamic system. Basta ang laging ang laging tatandaan, huwag uh, aalisin sa isipan kapag nagko-convert tayo ng heat into other forms of energy, 
Ang isa sa kailangan natin, working fluid. Siya kasi yung magiging medium or daan para maging uh, possible yung transformation. And then, we have also a thermodynamic system. Ito yung lugar kung saan gaganapin yung transformation of heat. Okay? At habang nasa loob ng thermodynamic system, yung working fluid, may, may posibilidad na yung working fluid magbabago ng anyo. Mag-a-undergo ng physical uh, uh, change of physical state. Okay? At technically, yung pagbabago ng anyo ng working fluid in thermodynamics, ang tawag natin doon ay process. Is that clear? I hope so. Okay. Question. What are the different processes that the fluid might experience during the energy conversion? Meron po bang mga tawag doon sa mga processes na nara mai-experience ng working fluid habang siya ay nasa loob ng thermodynamic system? Okay, the answer is yes. Okay, the uh, process experienced by the working fluid while it is inside a given thermodynamic system and converting heat into other forms of energy are the following. Number one, isometric process. I will repeat, isometric process. What is meant by isometric process? Isometric process is simply a constant volume process. Okay, when do we call the process isometric? So, isometric process is a process in which the volume of fluid remains constant during the change of state. Okay? So, therefore, uh, pag sinabi nating isometric process, ito yung pagbabago ng anyo ng fluid, pero yung volume niya ay hindi nagbabago. Okay? Question, where do we see an isometric process? Saan ba nakikita yung isometric process? So, kanina nabanggit ko na ang thermodynamic system na maaaring kaganapan ng konversyon uh, of heat into other forms of energy, it can happen in a closed system or in an open system. Kaya, when I discuss the processes of fluid, I will also mention the uh, different thermodynamic system which in which the uh, conversion of energy happens. And I will also categorize the thermodynamic system. If I say non-flow, it means the system is closed system. If I say steady flow, it means the uh, system is an open system. Okay? So, I hope it is clear. So, once again, kapag narinig ninyo na sinabi ko yung word na non-flow, ibig sabihin, isaisip nyo kaagad, yung uh, thermodynamic system na binabanggit ko ay closed system. 
pag narinig nyo naman sa akin, yung word na steady flow, isaisip ka agad yung thermodynamic system na aking sinasabi ay open system. Okay? Then, I will also mention specific names of system. Okay? So, therefore, pag sinabi ko na non-flow application and then I mention a specific name of thermodynamic system, you can easily, uh, you can imagine that the system is pertaining to flow system. And when I say steady flow, the system that uh, I will mention is open. Is that clear? I hope so. Okay, so going back to our uh, process analysis. As mentioned, one process that might be experienced by a working fluid during the energy transformation is an isometric process. Simply speaking, isometric process is a constant volume process. It is the process in which the volume of the working fluid remains constant during the change of state. Now, where do we see the uh, real event of this process? For non-flow application, we can see isometric process in rigid vessels. Examples of rigid vessels are the LPG tank that we are using in our house. Compressed air tank. I hope you are familiar with it. Or uh, oxygen tank. The one that you will see in hospitals or in any other place. Always remember, if in a problem you see the word rigid vessel, That word implies that the process involved is constant volume. Why? Because rigid vessel is where the non-flow application of isometric process happens. Steady flow application or an open system application of isometric process, it is found in pump. Okay? So, therefore, if you see a pump, if you have pump in your house, so always remember, when you are looking in that pump, it is uh, an equipment or it is a machine which is operating under isometric process. Whenever the water enters and leaves the pump, the volume flow rate of that water is the same. Okay, so therefore, those are the uh, different examples from which an isometric process will happen. Okay, next, isobaric process. Isobaric process is a constant pressure process. So, it is the process in which the pressure of fluid remains the same or remains constant during the change of state. So, therefore, ibig sabihin, kunwari ang working substance, ikaw yung working substance, for example. So, habang nagbabago ka ng anyo, 
yung pressure mo hindi nagbabago, ang tawag dun sa event na nagaganap sa'yo is isobaric process. Ay constant pressure process. Now, where do we see an isobaric process? For non-flow application, it is occurring in a spring-loaded piston cylinder assembly. So, maybe uh, you are not yet familiar with this uh, system. So, let me think of very simple application of this. Okay, kasi uh, one of the application of this spring-loaded piston cylinder assembly is in the safety valve of a boiler. So, if you happen to see a real boiler, which is a major part of steam power plant, it is equipped with a safety valve. The purpose of that safety valve is to maintain the pressure inside the, uh, the boiler at constant level in order to prevent the explosion. Because once the boiler uh, experience an excessive increase in pressure, if the pressure inside the boiler uh, exceeded beyond the standard capacity of the boiler, it will explode. So therefore, to prevent that thing to happen, all boilers are equipped with safety valve. Okay, and a uh, safety valve is composed of this uh, spring-loaded piston cylinder assembly. Okay, so therefore that is the uh, non-flow application of an isobaric process. Next, steady flow application of isobaric process. Isobaric process uh, happens in different kinds of heat exchangers. So therefore, the uh, steady flow application of isobaric process occurs in heat exchangers. So you might be asking a question, Sir, have we seen a heat exchanger? Nakakita na ho ba kami ng heat exchanger? So my answer is yes. Although, during the time that you saw it, you don't know that it is a heat exchangers. To give you an example, if you have refrigerator, which I'm sure you have, uh, please take a look, inspect the back of that refrigerator. You will see there a uh, coiled uh, tubes, tubings, black, color black. So that uh, coiled tubing is called condenser. When the refrigerator is operating, that uh, condenser is hot if you touch it. Okay, so that uh, condenser is an example of heat exchangers. Okay, we, we also see it in air conditioning unit. And then there is another heat exchanger in air conditioning unit which is called evaporator. So therefore, uh, let me give you the different heat exchangers. So boiler, steam, uh, condenser, evaporators. And then later, when we analyze the vapor cycle, you will be introduced to reheaters, feed water heaters. So, they are the different examples of heat exchangers. 
So remember, if you are analyzing a problem and you found out that the thermodynamic system under study in that particular problem is a heat exchanger, so the process involved in that heat exchanger is isobaric process. Okay? Kaya, tandaan ninyo yan ha. Pag sinabi nating heat exchanger, siya yung open system or steady flow application ng isobaric process. Kapag dumaan ang working fluid sa kanyang, sa heat exchanger, okay, magbago man ang anyo ng working fluid, yung kanyang pressure ay hindi maaapektuhan. The pressure will remain constant. Okay, so another important things that you must remember. Sir, in isometric and isobaric process, what factors contributes to the change of physical state of the working fluid? Okay, eto ang tanong ninyo. Sir, kapag ang fluid po ay under ng isometric or isobaric process, ano po ba ang nagiging dahilan at ang kanyang anyo ay nagbabago? So please take note of this. When you are solving problems pertaining to isometric and isobaric process, okay, the factors that contribute to the change of physical state of the working fluid are heating process or cooling process. In other words, kapag nagsosolve ka ng problem about isometric and isobaric process, ang lagi mong makikita sa problem na nangyayari sa fluid, it's either siya'y pinaiinit, heating, o kaya naman siya ay pinalalamig. Hope it is clear. Okay, next. Another process that is a part of our study of processes of fluid is a process called isothermal process. So, when you say isothermal process, it is a process in which the temperature of the working fluid remains the same. Isothermal process, it is a process in which the uh, temperature of the working fluid remains constant during the change of state. So, ang isothermal process daw, ito yung uh, process na kung saan magbago man ang anyo ng working substance natin, yung kanyang temperature hindi nagbabago. Okay? Now, where do we see an isothermal process. For non-flow application, uh, isothermal process happens in perfectly cooled piston cylinder assembly. And for an open or steady flow application, it happens in perfectly cooled compressor or turbine. Okay? So, kaya tandaan, ang isothermal process, makikita mo yan sa mga sumusunod. Kapag closed system ang pinag-uusapan, ito'y nagaganap sa tinatawag nating perfectly cooled 
Piston Cylinder Assembly. Kapag ang pinag-uusapan naman natin ay open system application, ito ay nagaganap doon sa mga tinatawag nating perfectly cooled compressor at turbine. Okay, later we will be talking about this uh, ano, that this uh, ano, this uh, items when we go to the uh, application. For the meantime, tandaan niyo lang muna doon nagaganap yung uh, isothermal process. Okay, next uh, ano next process is a process known as isentropic process. What do you mean by isentropic process? So, isentropic process is a process in which the entropy of the fluid remains the same during the change of state. Okay? So, kaya tatandaan nyo mga engineers, pag sinabi nating isentropic process, it is the process in which the entropy of the working fluid remains constant. Ito yung process na anuman ang mangyari sa fluid, magbago man ang kanyang anyo, yung kanyang property na kung tawagin ay entropy, hindi nagbabago. Okay, so let me give you an idea of what is entropy. Generally speaking, entropy is the measure of disorder. That is the uh, universal simple meaning of entropy. Now, let me give you a meaning of entropy considering it as a property of working fluid. Entropy is a property of working fluid whose value is increasing when the heat is added to the fluid and decreasing when the heat is removed or rejected from the fluid. Okay? So, ang entropy, yun daw ay property ng fluid na ang value ay tataas kapag yung fluid na yun binigyan mo ng init. O kaya naman, bababa kapag yung fluid tinanggalan mo ng init. So, therefore, imagine yourself as the working fluid. Kung ikaw ay binigyan ng init o pinainit ka, yung, yung entropy mo tataas. Kung yung uh, init mo naman tinanggal sa'yo o in other words, ikaw ay pinalamig, yung entropy mo bababa. Okay? So, in other words, pag sinabi nating entropy, it is a property which is dependent on heat. So ngayon, ito yung uh, tatandaan ninyo. What would happen to heat if the entropy is constant? Pag pinainit ka, yung entropy mo tataas. Pag pinalamig ka, tinanggalan ka ng init, yung entropy mo bababa. Ay anong mangyayari sa entropy mo kung hindi ka naman pinaiinit, hindi ka naman pinalalamig? What would happen to your entropy if you are not subjected to heating or cooling process? Hmm, can you guess the answer? Yes, of course. If no heating or cooling is involved, or in short, if Q is zero, 
that the entropy will remain constant. Your entropy will not change. And if the entropy is not changing, it is called an isentropic process. I hope it is clear. Okay, question. Where do we see an isentropic process? Saan ba nakikita ang isentropic process? Okay, isentropic process happens in the following. Non-flow application, it happens in adiabatic or perfectly insulated piston cylinder assembly. Okay, steady flow application or open system application, isentropic process happens in adiabatic or perfectly insulated turbines and compressor. Okay, so therefore, those are the applications of isentropic process. Ang keyword is the word adiabatic. If you solve problem and you found out that the word adiabatic is mentioned, so even without emphasizing, you must predict right away that the process involved there is isentropic. Okay? I hope it is clear. Next, polytropic process. Polytropic process is actually the equivalent actual process of isentropic. For your information, isothermal and uh, isentropic process, so it, re- it is not actually happening in real life. In short, ang isothermal at isentropic process, hindi naman actually talaga nagaganap yan sa totoong buhay. Okay? Ay bakit pinag-aaralan pa natin? What is the purpose of studying an isothermal and isentropic process in spite the fact that it is not happening in real life? So, the answer is this. Isothermal and isentropic process is act- they are actually a model process. Model. Parang ganito lang yan. For example, you are a painter or you are a photographer and you want to uh, join in a uh, photographic contest or drawing contest. So, syempre, the entry that you must uh, use should be perfect. And in order for you to have a perfect picture or a perfect drawing, you must look for a model. Okay? Kung ikaw ay taga-litrato o taga-drawing, tapos naimbitahan kang sumali sa mga prestigious competition, ang isasali mong entry doon, yung sa tingin mo, perfecto. Ay paano magiging perfecto? So, kailangan mo ng modelo. So, sa process pala, ganun din. When we study the process that a working fluid might experience, we also use model. And tatandaan, the, process, the processes that we use as model are isothermal and isentropic. Okay? So, therefore, yung totoong process na nagaganap based on isothermal and isentropic model, it is the process which is called polytropic. 
Kaya, simply speaking, when you say polytropic process, it is an actual process. Ito yung nagaganap sa totoong buhay na process na ang modelong pinanggalingan ay isothermal and isentropic. Okay? Question. How do we know if the process is polytropic? Paano mo malalaman na yung palang process na kaharap mo is polytropic? Okay. So, therefore, you must know again the uh, non-flow and steady flow application. Okay. For your information, the non-flow application of polytropic process is a air or water-cooled uh, piston cylinder assembly. Steady flow application, polytropic process occurs in air or water-cooled compressor and turbines. Okay? So, that is where a uh, polytropic process happens. So, for example, you are walking somewhere and then you see in a particular place uh, a compressor or a steam turbine or any kind of turbine. Okay, and you found out that the uh, compressor or the turbine is either cooled by air or water. So remember, the process that the working fluid will experience inside those uh, machinery, it is polytropic process. Polytropic process is an actual process. Okay, polytropic process is normally represented by an equation or relation written as PB raised to N equals C. I will repeat. Polytropic process is normally represented by a, uh, an equation or relation written as PB raised to N is equal to C. Okay? So, kaya tatandaan natin ha. Ang polytropic process ito yung equivalent actual process ng uh, isentropic process. Okay? At para malaman mo kung yung mga problem na sinosolve mo ay about polytropic process, so, lagi mong tatandaan sa mga problem sa polytropic process, laging ibinibigay yung equation na ang hitsura P times B raised to N is equal to C. Or PB raised to N is equal to C. Ano yung P? Pressure yon. Ano yung B? Volume. Ano yung exponent na N nung B? It is called polytropic exponent. Okay? Later, when you solve problem, makikita nyo kung saan yun gagamitin. Basta tandaan, uh, polytropic process is usually represented by a path equation called PB raised to N is equal to C. Okay? I hope it is clear. Okay. So, then after presenting to you the different processes that a working fluid might experience, Uh, while it is used for conversion of heat into other forms of energy, so let us predict the different problems that you will uh, solve in the study of processes of fluids. Okay, anong ibig sabihin nito? Pag-uusapan natin ngayon 
ano ba yung kalimitang ipahahanap sa inyo ng mga teacher, katulad ko, as your professor? What are the things that I, uh, I will ask you to compute when you solve problem pertaining to processes of fluid? Ano ba yung mga kalimitang ipahahanap at ipagagawa ko sa inyo? Or in short, ano ba yung ipakukumpute ko sa inyo kapag binigyan ko na kayo ng problem pertaining to processes of fluid? Okay. Number one, you, uh, one question that you might be asked to answer in problems pertaining to processes of fluid are the following. Number one, the pressure-volume-temperature relationship. In short, the PBT relation. Okay. The formula for this item depend on the process. Okay? Basta tandaan natin, uh, one item that you need to solve when you are uh, analyzing any problem pertaining to processes of fluid is the uh, presentation of the pressure, volume, temperature relationship if one of them is held constant. Number two, the non-flow work. Work non-flow, in short. So, work non-flow, we can define it as the amount of work either absorbed or delivered by the working fluid if it is inside a closed thermodynamic system. Yung work non-flow, yun yung work na either tinanggap o ibinigay ng fluid habang siya ay nasa loob ng thermodynamic system. The general formula for this quantity is work non-flow is equal to the integral of PdB. Integral of pressure times the derivative of volume. And the limit is from 1 to 2. Okay, in our uh, previous presentation, you know already that number 1 stands for the initial condition of the fluid which is the condition of the fluid prior to the process, before the fluid undergoes a process. Okay, meaning, ito yung kanyang condition nung hindi pa siya nagbabago ng anyo. And then, number two, it means final condition. It is the condition of the fluid after the process occurred. Okay, ito yung kalagayan ng fluid matapos niyang maranasan o makumpleto yung process. Ito yung kalagayan niya nung nagbago na siya ng anyo. So, yun pala may purpose. We use them as limits when we are determining the work non-flow. Okay, next. Heat added or heat rejected. Okay? So, when you say heat added or heat rejected or simply heat, it is the measure of the amount of heat that the working fluid uh, received or the amount of heat that was removed from the fluid during the change of state or during the process. Ito yung uh, kabuuan ng init na either tinanggap o tinanggal doon sa fluid habang siya ay nag-a-undergo ng process. Yung init na naging dahilan kaya nagbago yung anyo ng fluid. Okay? So... The uh, formula for Q depend on the process involved. But 
the general formula for that using the uh, first law of thermodynamics application to closed system. So, Q is equal to delta U plus work non-flow. Okay, so in short, the general formula for heat in processes of fluid is heat is equal to the sum of the change of internal energy and the non-flow work of the system. So in short, Q is equal to delta U plus work non-flow. Okay, next item, the change of internal energy. So, in all processes, the formula of change of internal energy is the same. So, this is always computed using the formula delta U is MCB delta T. CB means constant volume specific heat of the fluid. Next item, the change of enthalpy. Okay? Again, in all processes, the formula for change of enthalpy is the same. And it is equal to MCP delta T. Delta H is equal to MCP delta T. CP, it means constant pressure specific heat of the working fluid. Okay, don't worry. Most of the time, the CV and CP of the working fluid are available or given. So, the only thing that I want you to remember is memorize the uh, CP and CV of air because it is not always given in the problem. During the board exam, it will, it will be given to you. But here in our uh, school activities, no. I will ask you to memorize them, the constant properties of air. Okay, next item that we need to evaluate is work steady flow. So, similar to the previous meaning of work non-flow, work steady flow is the measure of the amount of heat absorbed or delivered when the fluid is inside an open system. Okay? Yung work na maaaring tinanggap o maaaring i-deliver ng fluid habang siya ay nasa loob ng open system, ang tawag natin doon, steady flow work or in symbol WSF. Okay, formula. Work steady flow is equal to integral of V dp. Or work steady flow is equal to integral of volume times derivative of pressure from state 1 to state Okay, and the last item that we normally compute in processes of fluid is the change of entropy. Okay, delta S. Okay, general formula, delta S is equal to integral of dQ over temperature. Okay, I will repeat. The general formula for change of entropy of the working fluid is integral of dQ over temperature. So, all in all, there are seven items that we need to calculate when you are analyzing 
problems about processes of fluids. In short, pag nagsosolve ka ng problem about processes of fluid, isang problem pa lang, pitong items ang kailangan mong computein. Okay? So, huwag kayong mag-alala. Yung, um, yung namang mga items na yon halos paulit-ulit lang. Ang pinaka-ano lang, the pag-iingatan ninyo, yung paggamit ng formula. Okay, pare-parehas ang itatanong sa inyo according to that sequence, pero yung formula ang gagamitin is different. For every process, the formula to be used for these seven items also changes. I hope it is clear. Okay, so after presenting to you the uh, different processes of fluids, Okay, and the different location where they will happen. So, the next item that we will be doing is we will analyze them one by one. Okay, i-analyze natin silang isa-isa. Okay, now, again, I am requesting uh, you to uh, hold your uh, ball pen and uh, prepare your paper. Bakit? Kasi ganito yan. For your information, when you solve problems pertaining to processes of fluid, excuse me, okay, you need to sketch the process in a thermodynamics plane called pressure volume plane. Okay, uulitin ko. Kapag nagsosolve ka ng problem about processes of fluid, hindi lang processes of fluid, lalong-lalo na dun sa susunod na topic which is called cycle analysis. It is a requirement that you must draw the process in a thermodynamics plane called pressure volume plane. Okay, so please let us start the activity. Hold your pen and draw a vertical and horizontal axis. Go. Okay, I'm sure you are done with it. Now, please label the vertical axis P or pressure. Go. Next. Label the horizontal axis V, capital V or volume. Okay, label the intersection as point O or point zero, origin. Go. Okay, the figure that you have just drawn is called pressure volume plane. Or in other words, B plane. Now, remember this. Any figure, look only at the first quadrant. We will use only the first quadrant. Doon lang kayo magpo-focus. Now, remember this. Any figure that you draw in that pressure volume plane, we will call it as the PB diagram. Okay? Kung anumang figure ang idinrawing mo sa first quadrant niyang pressure volume plane na yan, ang tawag doon, PB diagram. I hope 
it is clear. And, andaan natin, when you solve problem about processes of fluid, you are always required to draw the PB diagram of that process. Okay? Basta nag-solve ka ng problem about processes of fluid, kahit walang instruction, kahit hindi sabihin ng uh, prop ninyo, your solution must contain the PB diagram of the process. Kumbaga, dapat may kusa na kayo na kapag nag-present ka, nag-submit ka ng solution ng problem about processes of fluid, dapat ang unang-unang makikita dyan sa solution ninyo yung PB diagram. Yung figure na dinrawing mo doon sa thermodynamics plane na antawag pressure volume plane. Okay? Nagkakaintindihan siguro tayo. Okay. Now, Let us practice drawing the PB diagram. Okay? I-recap muna natin. Before we draw the PB diagram, so please take note of this. Kanina, nasabi ko na yata na for isometric and isobaric process, the factors that contribute to the change of state of the working fluid are heating or cooling. Okay? Now, for isothermal, isentropic, and polytropic process, the factors that contribute to the change of state of the working fluid are compression process or expansion process. Okay? So, I will repeat. Kapag nagsosolve ka ng problem about isometric and isobaric process, ang makikita mong mga wordings doon, it's either heating or cooling. The fluid is subjected to either heating or cooling. But, kapag ang sinosolve mo ng problem is about isothermal, isentropic, and polytropic process, ang makikita mo namang nagaganap sa fluid ay compression or expansion. So, in short, when you draw the PB diagram for isometric and isentropic, always you will always see the word heating or cooling. But, if you are drawing now the PB diagram of isothermal, isentropic, and polytropic process, you will see there the word compression or expansion. Okay, I hope it is clear. Okay, now, let us practice, let us do activities. Let us practice the process of sketching the PB diagram of all processes. Okay, remember this. Uh, number one, let us begin with isometric process. Okay? So, remember this. Number one, the, uh, the diagram of isometric process in PB plane is simply a vertical line. Okay? So, sketch it. So, draw a vertical line in the PB plane. Okay? And then, 
upon reading the problem, if it is heating, the vertical line should be going up. So, you put an arrowhead at the middle of the line. Arrowhead pointing up. Okay? And then, at the uh, at the tail of the vertical line, you put number one. And then, at the upper end of the vertical line, you put number two. Okay? So, therefore, your drawing should be like this. For constant volume heating, the PV diagram should be a vertical line which is going up. Okay? The direction should be indicated by arrow and by arrowhead and the initial condition should be at the back of the arrow and the final condition should be at the direction of an arrow. Okay? Kaya tatandaan natin, kapag dinrawing mo, ang isometric process sa PB plane, ito ay vertical line. Na ang direction ng vertical line ay pataas kapag heating and it is a vertical line going downward if it is cooling. So, meaning to say, if it is cooling, you will draw a vertical line and then the arrowhead should be pointing down. At the upper pa end of the line, that is where point 1 should be located. And at the lower end, it should be point 2. Kaya to summarize, ang PB diagram ng isometric process ay vertical line. Going up kapag heating at going down kapag cooling. Okay? So I hope na drawing mo siya ng maayos. Okay, next. Let us draw an isobaric process. So, begin by drawing a horizontal line. So, isobaric process is drawn in PB plane as a horizontal line. Okay, the horizontal line is going to the right, meaning the arrowhead should be pointing to the right if the experience of fluid is heating. So, if the fluid undergoes constant pressure heating, the PB diagram should be a horizontal line going to the right. Meaning, the initial condition or point 1 should be at the left end of the arrow and the final condition which is point 2, it should be at the direction pointed by the arrow. Yung point 1, nasa kaliwa ng arrow. Yung point 2, nasa kanan ng arrow kapag constant pressure heating. Okay, and it is the opposite if it is constant pressure cooling. So, for constant pressure cooling, the PB diagram is a horizontal line going to the left. Okay? Kaya mag-drawing ka ng horizontal line, lagyan mo ng arrowhead na papunta sa kaliwa. Tapos, yung nasa kanan ng arrowhead, nandun ngayon yung point 1. Yung nasa kaliwa, napapalapit sa origin, yun ngayon yung point 2. Okay? So, I hope nagawa nyo yun. Next, uh, isothermal process. How do we draw an isothermal process in the PB plane? 
Okay, a isothermal process in the PV plane is simply drawn as a curve. Okay, parang ano lang, parang uh, quarter of a circle, ganun. Magdrawing kayo ng uh, curve representing a quarter of a circle. And that is the representation of isothermal process in the PV plane. Okay, now. If the process is isothermal compression, kasi uh, as I mentioned to you, the uh, factors that contributes to the uh, change of state of fluid and uh, under isothermal, isentropic, and polytropic process are compression and expansion. So therefore, if the process is isothermal compression, you draw a curve and then going up to the left okay draw a curve going up to the left then draw an arrowhead pointing to uh, ano pointing upward along the curve lagyan mo ng arrowhead yung curve na din drawing mo na going up to the left okay at the lower part at the back portion of the arrow at the beginning of the curve you put point 1 label it point 1 and then at the upper end of the curve meaning in which the arrow is pointing you label it point 2 so therefore dapat the result the result of your activity should be a curve going up to the left having an arrowhead at the middle part of the curve and then point 1 is located at the beginning of the curve and point 2 is located at the end of the curve. And that figure that you have just drawn, it is called the PV diagram for isothermal compression. Now, PV diagram for isothermal expansion, you just do the reverse. You draw again, a curve this time starting from upper left hand corner and then you draw it project it downward to the right okay it is exactly the opposite of the isothermal compression so you label it again the point one is at the upper end the point two is in the lower end and then draw an arrowhead which is going downward And that figure that you have just drawn, it is the representation of a PV diagram of isothermal expansion. Okay, I hope you get it. Next, for isentropic and polytropic process, you will do the same as an isothermal because when you draw an isentropic process and polytropic process in the PV plane, it is also in the form of curve. So, all you need to do, just copy the diagram for isothermal for compression and expansion and then uh, copy-paste it to the uh, PV diagram that will represent isentropic and polytropic process and that is done already. Okay, kaya to summarize the uh, activity, remember this. Uh, the PV diagram of isometric process is a vertical line which is going up when heating and going down when cooling. 
The PB diagram for a subaric process is a horizontal line which is going to the right when heating and going to the left when cooling. The PB diagram for isothermal, isentropic, and polytropic process are curves. Curve which is going up to the left when the process is compression and curve which is going down to the right if the process is expansion. Is that clear? I hope you successfully drawn the PB diagram of every processes. Why? As mentioned to you, uh, when you study processes of fluid and when you apply processes of fluid to thermodynamic cycle analysis, I will always ask you to draw the PB diagram of the given cycle or the given process. Kaya please practice how to draw the PB diagram of processes. Anyway, you have materials that was uploaded before. So all all things that I'm say, uh, I am saying now, it was all there. I am just uh, giving some additional input. Okay, kaya part of your uh, responsibility, continue studying the uh, course material. Okay, so after presenting the uh, processes that the working fluid might experience when we use it as working substance in the energy conversion, so let us analyze some problems. Okay. Now, again class, kindly cooperate. So, please write down the given of the problems that I will say. So, sample number one will be uh, about isometric process. Okay, the given are the following. Initial pressure, 101.2. 325 kilopascal Initial temperature of the fluid 4 degrees Celsius And then the final temperature is 166 degrees Celsius Initial volume 0.02 cubic meter so, these are the given in an isometric problem that I will ask you to solve. Okay, I will repeat the given. P1 or the initial pressure 101.325 kilopascal. Initial temperature 4 degrees Celsius. Initial volume 0.02 meter cube. Final temperature after the heat addition process, 166 degrees Celsius. So, you are asked to uh, determine the following. Number one, the mass of air inside the system. Number two, the final temperature of air Number three, the heat added to the air. Number four, work non-flow. Number five, the change of internal energy. 
Number six, the change of enthalpy. Number seven, the work non uh, steady flow. And number eight, the change of total entropy. Okay, so class, this problem is about isometric process. Before, we solve already problems about isometric process. That is why I will give you only the answer and please practice it. For the mass, you must compute 0.026 kilogram. I will repeat, mass is 0.026 kilogram. Final pressure, 160.58 kilopascal. Final pressure, 160.58 kilopascal. Heat added, 2.96 kilojoules. 2.966 kilojoules. That is the heat added. Work non-flow, zero. Because during the early presentation, you found out that uh, work non-flow is integral of PdB and for constant volume, dB is zero because volume is constant. So from calculus, you found out that derivative of constant is zero. Okay, delta U or change of internal energy that is 2.966 kilojoules. Again, recalling the previous discussion, you found out that uh, for isometric process, the heat and the change of internal energy are actually equal. Next, change of total enthalpy or delta H. The answer here should be 4.157 kilojoules. Work steady flow. That is 1.186 kilojoules. Okay, and then the change of total entropy, delta S, it is equal to 0.00843 kilojoule per Kelvin. Okay, so please try to solve the uh, isometric problem on your own uh, and try to get those answers. Next, um, isobaric process. I will give you again a sample problem and you solve the answer. Anyway, we already solved uh, in some of our presentation. We solve already problems pertaining to isobaric, so you can do it. Okay, so the given for isobaric problem are as follows. Okay, the experience of the fluid is heating. So therefore, heating process ang involved dito. Okay, initial condition of fluid, initial pressure 100 kilopascal, initial temperature 27 degrees Celsius. After the heating process, the final temperature becomes 250 degrees Celsius. Mass of uh, air, mass of fluid, which is air, that is 1.5 kilograms. So, knowing this information, you are asked to compute the following. The initial volume. And the answer is 1.292 meter cube. Initial volume, 1.292 meter cube. 
final volume 2.5 uh, 2.52 meter cube. Final volume 2.252 meter cube. Okay, next item to be computed, non-flow work. So for this problem, work non-flow is 96.002 kilojoules. Next, the heat added QA this is equivalent to 336.574 heat added 336.574 kilojoules change of total internal energy delta U 240.171 kilojoules delta U it is 240.171 kilojoules. Next, change of total enthalpy. So, for your information again, and recalling the previous topic, for isobaric process, the change of enthalpy of fluid is equal to heat. Okay? So, for isobaric, Q and delta H are equal. So, therefore, for this problem, delta H is also equal to 336.574 kilojoules. Steady flow work. As mentioned during the presentation, uh, for steady flow uh, for isobaric, uh, isobaric process, work steady flow is zero. Why? Because the formula for work steady flow is integral of V, DP. That is the mathematical formula. So, therefore, since the process is isobaric, the pressure is constant. So, the derivative of pressure in that formula, that is zero. Kaya, tandaan, for isobaric process, work steady flow is zero. Another reason, because the steady flow application of isobaric process is in heat exchangers. Heat exchangers are simply bended tubes, bended tubing. It contains no rotating or reciprocating parts. So therefore, in the absence of any rotating or reciprocating parts, work will be zero. Please take note of that. And finally, the change of entropy for isobaric. So the value here is delta S is point. 839 kilojoule per kelvin. So, those are the answers for this isobaric problems that was given to you. So, please try to solve the problem on your own. Okay, next, let us proceed to the next uh, process which is, I understand last meeting, we started with isentropic. Okay? So, therefore, let us uh, solve first an isentropic problem. So, if we're going to recall, the there are three formulas involved in presenting the pressure, volume, temperature relation for isentropic process. One is the relation between temperature and pressure. Okay, and mathematically, it is given as the temperature varies directly 
with pressure or oh, I will repeat ha okay because uh, nagkulang yung word so for isentropic process the absolute temperature varies directly with the absolute pressure raised to the power of k minus 1 over k okay that is the relation between uh, temperature and pressure for isentropic process so translating that into formula using the initial and final condition of fluid you will have final temperature divided by the initial temperature is equal to quantity final pressure over initial pressure close quantity raised to the power of k minus 1 over k the small k stands for specific heat ratio of fluid And if the working fluid is air, the value of that K is 1.4. So meaning, if you solve problem about isentropic and the working fluid is air, if you need the value of that small letter K in the formula, which is specific heat ratio, it means it is equal to 1.4. Okay, next relation between the absolute temperature and volume. For isentropic process, the uh, absolute temperature varies inversely with volume raised to the power of K minus 1. So in formula, final temperature divided by the initial temperature is equal to quantity initial volume over final volume close quantity raised to k minus 1 and finally the uh, relation between the pressure and volume for isentropic process so the relation between pressure and volume is given by the relationship p times b raised to k is equal to c so in this formula Uh, B contain the exponent K or in simply speaking PB raised to K is equal to C okay so therefore simplifying we have P1 V1 raised to K is equal to P2 V2 raised to K okay so therefore those are the different formulas representing the pressure volume temperature relation for isentropic process next work non-flow for isentropic so work non-flow for isentropic is simply equal to p2 v2 minus p1 v1 over 1 minus k or For ideal gases, it is equal to MR multiplied by quantity T2 minus T1 close quantity over 1 minus K. So those are the two formulas that can be used in determining the work non-flow for isentropic process. Next, heat added or heat rejected to the fluid. So as mentioned during the earlier part of this presentation, uh, isentropic 
process happens in adiabatic system. Meaning, the system is perfectly insulated. That is why heat is not capable of penetrating the system or leaving the system. So in short, for isentropic process, Q is equal to zero. Change of total internal energy for isentropic. The formula is the same. That is MCB delta T. MCB delta T. Next, change of enthalpy for isentropic process. Again, same formula. Delta H is MCP delta T. Delta H, MCP delta T. Steady flow work for isentropic process. So, steady flow work is simply equal to K multiplied by work non-flow. So, again, for isentropic process, work steady flow is K, small k, the specific heat ratio, multiplied by the computed work non-flow. So, work steady flow is K times work non-flow. Okay? And the change of entropy. So, obvious, we are dealing with isentropic process. The entropy is constant, therefore, delta S or the change of entropy of fluid is zero. Okay, so therefore, let us summarize. For isentropic process, the PBT relation are the following. The absolute temperature varies directly with absolute pressure raised to the power of K minus 1 over K. Number two, the absolute temperature varies directly, uh, inversely. Absolute temperature varies inversely with volume raised to K minus 1. Then, uh, PB raised to K is equal to C. Next, observation. For isentropic process, heat added or heat rejected is zero. And for isentropic process again, the change of entropy is zero. Okay, so having said the uh, different important things about an isentropic process, let us solve problem. Okay, I will uh, dictate the problem, so please write uh, faster. An adiabatic air compressor compresses 0.5 kilogram per second of air initially at 101.5 kilopascal and 32 degrees Celsius to a final pressure of 1,378 kPa. Okay, I will repeat the problem. An adiabatic air compressor compresses 0.5 kg per second of air initially at 101.5 uh, 101 kPa and 32 degrees Celsius to a final pressure of 1,378 kPa. Find the following. Letter A, the final temperature in degrees Kelvin. 
Okay, the answer for this quantity is 642.62 Kelvin. I will repeat, for letter A, you are asked to compute the final temperature and the answer is 642.62 Kelvin. Okay, letter B, non-flow work. Okay, so for this quantity, the answer is negative 121.12 kilojoules per second. Okay, the answer is in terms of time because the given mass is in terms of time. That is why you will end up with an answer of negative 121.12 kilojoules per second. Now, please take note of this. FYI, 1 kilojoule per second is equal to 1 kilowatt. So, meaning the unit kilojoule per second is also kilowatt. So, the final answer for this work non-flow is negative 121.12 kilowatts. Letter C, heat. So, since the process is isentropic, Q is zero. Letter D, change of total internal energy. So, delta U, as mentioned earlier, it is MCB delta T. So, therefore, the formula here is mass, of, uh, mass flow rate of air, MA, times CB of air multiplied by quantity T2 minus T1, close quantity. And the uh, answer here is 121.21 kilowatts or kilojoules per second. So, delta U, 121.21 kilowatts. Okay, next, change of total enthalpy. Delta H. So, again, for uh, isentropic process, delta H is MCP delta T. So, for this problem, you have mass flow rate of air, MA, times CP of air multiplied by T2 minus T1 close quantity. And the final answer here is 169.86 kilojoules per second or simply 169.86 kilowatts. Next, steady flow work for isentropic. So, that is equal to K multiplied by work non-flow. Since the working fluid here is air, so the value of K is 1.4. So, multiplying it to the computed work non-flow, which is negative 121.12 kilowatts, you will get negative 169.57 kilowatts. So, again, I will repeat, For this problem, work steady flow is negative 169.57 kilowatts. And finally, the change of total entropy. 
For uh, since it is isentropic process, the change of total entropy is zero. Okay, so those are the answers for this isentropic process. Okay. Now, for polytropic process, uh, all you need to do, class, is copy the formula. Okay, ito ha, this is the uh, instruction. In order for you to solve problems about polytropic process, all you need to do is copy all the formulas from isentropic. The only change that you will do is, okay, replace the exponent small k by small n. Okay, so therefore, the formula will be like this. Okay, uh, for PBT relation, for polytropic, there are also three formulas. However, the power of all the formulas will be replaced by small n. And what is the meaning of that small n? It is, all, it is called polytropic exponent. So, therefore, the formula for polytropic will be as follows. PBT relation between absolute temperature and pressure. So, absolute temperature varies directly with absolute pressure raised to N minus 1 over N. So, simplifying it, you will have T2 over T1 is equal to quantity P2 over P1 close quantity raised to N minus 1 over N. Okay? Next, relation between absolute temperature and volume. For polytropic, absolute temperature varies inversely with volume raised to N minus 1. So, your formula will be T2 over T1 is equal to quantity V1 over V2 close quantity raised to N minus 1. And the last relationship, uh, relation between pressure and volume for polytropic, PB raised to N is equal to C. So therefore, P1, B1 raised to N is equal to P2, B2 raised to N. Work non-flow for polytropic. So, work non-flow, P2B2 minus P1B1 divided by 1 minus N. Or, MR multiplied by T2 minus T1, close quantity, all over 1 minus N. Okay, I will repeat, for polytropic process, the formula for work non-flow is P2B2 minus P1B1 divided by 1 minus N. Or, it is also equivalent to M times R multiplied by quantity T2 minus T1 close quantity all over 1 minus N. Heat added or heat rejected. Q for polytropic is MCN multiplied by delta T. Okay, the quantity CN, it means a specific heat ratio for polytropic. And most of the time, this quantity will be given. I will repeat, 
for polytropic, the heat added or heat rejected is computed using the formula MCN multiplied by delta T. Okay, CN is specific heat for polytropic process and most of the time it is given. Change of total internal energy, delta U, that is MCV, delta T. Change of enthalpy, delta H, MCP, delta T. Work steady flow. So for polytropic process, it is the same. Work steady flow is N multiplied by work non-flow. Okay, and finally, change of entropy. For polytropic process, delta S is MCN multiplied by delta T. Okay, so those are the different formulas to be used when analyzing polytropic process. And again, as you can see, the format of this polytropic formulas is identical with the format of isentropic formulas. The only difference is for isentropic, we use the exponent small k, which is specific heat ratio of the fluid while for a polytropic process we use the exponent small n which is called polytropic exponent and most of the time 95% of polytropic problem the value of n will be specified okay so therefore having said that let us solve again another problem okay so here is the problem i will dictate it again please copy and solve it on your own a gas compressor compresses four kilogram per second of co2 or carbon dioxide initially at 103.4 kilopascal and 60 degrees celsius to a final pressure of 1,185 kilopascal. The compression is polytropic where N is 1.2. I will repeat the problem. A gas compressor compresses 4 kilogram per second of CO2 initially at 103.4 kilopascal and 60 degrees celsius to a final pressure of 1185 kilopascal the compression is polytropic where n is 1.2 find the following the final temperature in the uh, kelvin the final temperature in Kelvin. The answer here is 500 Kelvin. I will repeat. Okay, the final uh, temperature is 500 Kelvin. Next, non-flow work. So, work non-flow can be computed using the formula mass of carbon dioxide times gas constant of carbon dioxide multiplied by quantity T2 minus T1 divided by 1 minus N. Okay. Gas constant of carbon dioxide is 
0.96 joules over kilogram Kelvin. I will repeat, gas constant of carbon dioxide, 188.96 joules per kilogram Kelvin. So, substituting the value, the answer for work non-flow is negative 631.13 kilowatts. Work non-flow is negative 631.13 kilowatts. Okay, next, heat generated during the compression. Or Q. So as mentioned, uh, Q for polytropic process is computed using the formula M times CN times quantity T2 minus T1 close quantity. For this problem, CN is 0.44 kilojoule per kilogram Kelvin. I will repeat. For this problem, use CN is 0.44 kilojoule per kilogram Kelvin. So, substituting the value in our formula, you will get an answer of 293.92 kilowatts. So, Q is equal to 293.92 kilowatts. Next, change of internal energy, delta U. So, MCV times quantity T2 minus T1. For carbon dioxide, CV is 0.6561 kilojoule per kilogram Kelvin. And the answer for delta U is 438.275 kilowatts. Change of enthalpy. So, for a polytropic process, the change of enthalpy is still MCP multiplied by quantity T2 minus T1. For carbon dioxide, CP is 0.8452 kilojoule per kilogram Kelvin. So, the answer for delta H is 564.594 kilowatts. Work steady flow. So, as mentioned, for polytropic, work steady flow is N times work non-flow. So, multiplying the work non-flow, which is negative 631.126 kilowatts by N, which is equivalent to 1.2. So, the answer is negative 757.351 kilowatts. Work steady flow negative 757.351 kilowatts. And lastly, the change of entropy for polytropic. The formula is MCN times LN of absolute final temperature over absolute initial temperature. MCN times LN of T2 over T1. And Upon substituting, your your answer here should be seven hundred a point seven one five kilowatts per kelvin. Okay, so the answer should be a point seven one five kilowatts per kelvin. Okay, so please try to solve 
uh, this problem, uh, polytropic problem on your own and keep on practicing. Okay, there are several problems uh, contained in the uploaded uh, course material about processes of fluid. So, there are these formulas that we are talking about. All of them are, uh, all of these formulas are there also. Sabi ko nga, the main purpose of this uh, presentation is for me to just add some additional input. So, therefore, please be responsible Uh, study or continue studying those course materials practice solving problems practice makes you perfect okay so therefore that is uh, what processes of fluid is all about so the next presentation will be about thermodynamic cycle and when we study cycle That is where you will realize the importance of this topic. Okay, kaya I'm begging you, please, aside from hearing this audio presentation, aside from studying the uploaded course material, look for other references that will greatly enhance your knowledge about these topics. You choose to be a mechanical engineer, so therefore, you need to do this. Bakit? For you to be a successful mechanical engineers in the future, you must be knowledgeable of the following topics. Processes of fluid and then thermodynamic cycle. So, that's all for now, guys. So, thank you very much for listening and I hope you appreciate this lecture. God bless and stay safe. Yours truly, Dr. A.R. Enriquez, Jr.